Hello and welcome. We are at live at the Jeffrey Museum. This is Open East Radio and today we are going to be talking about home and belonging because there's a an exhibition which is specifically well the Jeffrey Museum is about homes generally. It's about interiors and what how homes change over the different periods. And they've got a specific exhibition about home and belonging and, and home in London and different stories about what home means to Londoners. So we're going to be talking a little bit about what home means to you. And I would like everyone around the table to introduce themselves and just say in one sentence what, Paulina. what home is. So, what, what's home to you? What does home mean to you? Well, I live in it. You live in it. Okay. Newton? Well, home is where your heart is. Excellent. I totally agree with that. That was what I was going to say, that home is where your heart is. And, and Rebecca? Uh, to me, home is all about family. Family. Okay. So, um, we are very, um, so it's great because we've got a new person around the table who's mm. Rebecca and she mm. works at the Jeffrey Museum. So I'd like to find out a little bit more about the museum and, and what you do exactly, Rebecca. Sure. So, um, my job at the museum is to create public programmes and um, Specifically, events and activities for uh, communities, for families, and for people with access needs. So, we we do all kinds of things here. It's all related to our collection about people's experience of the home, about the history of the home as well. Okay, thank you. And um, so, how how long have you been working here? Oh, well, five months. Oh, so you're all new. <laughs> So can you tell us a little bit about what, what the Jeffrey Museum, why, why it started and, and what the main focus is here? So the building that the museum is housed in used to be an almshouse. So it was for retired people to come and live and uh, to look after them. Um, and in the 20th century, they turned this building into a museum um, initially to look at the different kind of crafts um, and the different guilds that were represented here. So we've got a big kind of furniture collection as a result. Um, but later it was, it, it was broadened out to look at the history of the home more generally. Um, and these days we collect material from people um, and audiences within the community to explore what home means to people today. So we had a little round the table just very quickly what, what home means. So let's, let's try and elaborate on that a little bit. Um, Antonia, you... Um, let, let's kind of go a little bit deeper in, in what home is to you. Uh, I will start when I first came to England. I used to think my home is still in Africa, where I came from. 
Um, and as time went by, my perception of that change, i.e. getting married and having children, that change, you know, uh, how the, the way I look at where home is. That is why I said in the beginning that home is where the heart is. Heart. Uh, Rebecca said something about family. That is part of it. It's, it's, it, it, it. You have to look at it holistically when you say heart. Heart is your love for your family, for whoever. Before, it used to be my parents and my siblings and all those extended people that I left at home, and I say home. When I'm talking to somebody, I will say my home. You know, but if somebody says to me now, after 50 years, I will say that place is no home. First, those people who were there to my heart, they were, they've gone. My parents have gone. So there's no affinity, if you like. It's a sense of belonging where you say home is, where you're comfortable, where you have peace, where you can come and regroup and, 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 and go out there and face whatever, you know, comes, is thrown at you. So I d- cannot relate to that very much. If, if I go there, it means possibly just to visit because I still have a sibling there. When my, when my mom passed away, I, I stayed longer than normal time that I normally stay. And I was almost climbing walls because I, I was missing my grandchildren. I was missing my home. My husband was there. But all the rest of the thing that gives death to my heart, they were here. And they phoned me. And, you know, I used to be really, really emotional then I came back, and everything was came back to a state of equilibrium. So it's where everything that is there to you is, where you feel at peace, where you feel joy. You know, that is where home is. And people, will, you, you can't say it's a building. It's what the people that makes that, you know, to be a home. Yeah, I, and it's so in, in the way you describe it, it's like a harbour in a way. It's mm. where, where you kind a of... A haven, yes. Yeah, a haven. Um, so, Newton, what about you? Do you have a sense of, um, like, back home? Does that, does that mean something to you, or is home simply in London? Well, <clears throat> as I said before, home is where your heart is, and that means... It also has to have a major element of security, and that I think is the number one aspect that personifies what home or what is classed as home. Also, just recently there was a tragic event <coughs> where quite a few people lost what they called home. (coughs) And of course, it made us all look at where we are and the value that we put on where we are and call home. So it's in the news in a tragic way, of course, 
but it causes us to ponder and appreciate what we normally take for granted. Thank you. I think that's very true. Rebecca, was there, um, obviously because this kind of, this idea of home is very much the focus, um, homes are very much the focus of this museum. After the, 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 the tragic fire um, in the news, were, were, did people kind of, did that conversation start here? Did people kind of start thinking about actually, you know, the importance <coughs> of home and, and what that means? Or is it just a completely separate... I think it. I think it made some of the conversations that we have regularly even more pertinent. You know about that, the exploration of that question: what What is home, and, and what does it mean to people, and and what's what's really important to people about their home, and that idea of feeling safe and secure within your home, and that the people that have responsibility for that in some way are are looking after you and doing their job well so that kind of took on an added meaning i think within kind of recent events mm. and and pauline do you think you have to own your home for it to feel like it's it's like a, a, a haven or a harbor or can no, you make a home anywhere? no we haven't got to own any home because Whatever home we're going to own is still not going to be our home. Our home is our heart. And our home is the way how we are living into the home. Because there's many people in the world of today just take things for granted, just take things for, say, okay, this is my yard, this is this, this is that. But then going back to these, um, what Newton said about the, um, the house what got burned out completely, so now it shook up a lot of people to said, wait a minute, I'm going to take care. You see, now, I don't have a home just for family. No, I'm what you call a woman who create family. It doesn't matter who, where they come from, who they are, a soul, because I feel that when we create a home like this, it gives us a lot of inspiration. We can learn from each other. We gain a lot more wisdom and knowledge and a lot more understanding because I'm coming back from where how I've been brought up from back in the Caribbean as a little girl. My life is really here and there. So um, with my mother, she's not around there, she's gone, bless her. So um, she passed from a very young lady, very young mother, very young mother. And I see when we were at school, she bringing the whole of England into the house, police, security, whatever. And she's always used to say to us, don't think of just family. Think of people as, your, as our family. If there's a child out there, if there's a man out there in the street, that is your family. Because when we get to whether we're going to get to up the top there, you know, it's going to be all, we're going to be all together, right? So, no, i probably get that sort of... Um, I'll take that sort of um, footstep from her. So there are times, what I usually do, I usually do it quite often, like you gather people together, you understand? So do beautiful meals and everybody just comes in, sit and eat. Days up, they're my family. I don't keep business because I am not the person just to say family only because when we say family, we, we sort of just said it just... Me, I just a family. It just made me feel a bit selfish, feel a bit um, not uncomfortable. You see, so when I grow up, people, it makes it. I'm helping someone. Like these people out there, is wanting to help. 
You see, understand? I cannot go there because they're too far away. But then, and then you create such an environment in the home. You care, you know, you create, and the person who lived in the home are build that home because that um, inspiration in that person, that warmth, that welcome, and they feel free. Like everybody who comes to my home, they just love it. I said, there's nothing, it's all the drunk. And said, don't worry about that, because there's many homes who say they've got home, they haven't. This is, I said, I ain't got nothing here, they've not bed or nothing. He said, don't worry about the furniture, don't worry about that. You in the home as a person, a lot of love, we can feel, we feel happy, we feel warm, we feel, you see, and the people should be more... That, that's that's quite interesting because um, with this museum, it's all about the aesthetic and the furniture that we have and the things that we have on the wall and the the um, equipment that we have in our home and and it's quite a lot of focus is on um, you know objects and and making the home look nice and what I'm getting from Pauline is that actually that's not so important. How um, just through the ages. How do you think that's changed, like the importance of kind of stuff? <laughs> yeah, our, our fascination with stuff and stuff to fill our homes has, has changed radically. Um, what I think is really interesting about our current um, exhibition, Home Thoughts, which looks at experiences today of, of our home, is some of the stories of, of people that, don't feel at home and how they how they carry that sense of belonging with them without owning a home or maybe without even renting a whole home so particularly stories that there's a story in the exhibition of um of a student who isn't allowed to decorate rooms in rented accommodation has a room rather than a whole space um and actually you know didn't couldn't find any objects that that she could use to describe her feeling of of home that really were of value to her but then actually when she thought about it she she realized that she she took this pinboard with her wherever she goes so it's like a a microcosm of her life and it's things like photographs of family and friends it's mementos of of days out and happy times and and places that she's been to and things that she's done and that's what she takes with her from from one place to the next and that's what gives her that sense of of belonging and and comfort yeah I think we all have a couple of things like that that we take from place to place Antonia is there something that you brought with you that you still have that you've just Every time you move somewhere, you've got that thing, like a, I don't know, it could be an object. Eventually, eventually I, I got rid of it. When you come in from, from, you know, like Caribbean or Africa, you bring a big trunk box. I, I, you know, it, it, you put everything in it. And for years and years, I didn't want to get rid of it because I could see my name on it, you know, really big bold letters of my name and where it, it came from and all that. So that reminded me where I came from. But it, eventually, as time goes on, <coughs> as time went on, I, I got rid of it. One day I just said, this is a monstrosity, it has to go. 
because that sentimentality is not there anymore. Other things have taken, you know, so I don't, for myself, I don't hold on to things because I think they are temporal, actually, you know. It, when you look at the end of people, when we come, we don't bring anything. We, we come wailing and, and crying, but when we're going, you know, it depends on how we've lived and what gives us spirit. People go, you know, without not making any, they just go peacefully, you see, and they don't take anything. I remember the, somebody who was the richest man in, in, in the world, the Shah of Iran, he died, he had so much money, and when he died, the only thing he had was a piece of white cloth that took him. So, like we said, it's in your heart, home. Society has made it to become um, something that you have to hoard something. You have to have, you know, be, your home must be clustered with it so that they know how rich or, or, or poor or whatever. No, it's not about material things. It's about what happens in the society, raising, you know, to make society to be strong, you raise your family in that home. A, a house can be there, and there might not be love in it. So home is where people are nurtured, you know, you know encouraged. There are loads of things that's in a home that, you know, that makes it uh, what it is. And what you remember, you draw from it, and you, you give it to the next generation. That is where home is. But what, what have you got to give to your next generation? What, what are you going to oh, um, pass my, on? I, you know, what brought me here is to, to have, to extend my knowledge of my world, you know, to, to educate, to be able to interact, because it's interactions. You, you have to interact with people. We are creatures of, you know, uh, interaction, we got to get with other people. We cannot live in isolation. So what I tell my grandchildren and my children is that you have to be well educated because it's a passport. To it can open, you know, doors for you. Education is important. It makes you not to be too insular. You 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 open your mind to other people. You know. Uh, experiences and what they have to say to you. So it, it makes it a better world. Thank you know, you. Yeah. I, I think knowing yourself, you will know other people. Thank you. Um, Newton, before you fall asleep. I know you are. Um, what, what, what did you, have you got any things that you brought with you when you came from Jamaica? And um, what things are you going to pass down to your grandchildren? Uh, <laughs> I've not really considered um, in a specific way of um, passing anything down. Um, I suppose my flat is somewhat like a museum. It's got quite a lot of things, and I... I've not considered p 
passing things to my siblings, but I know that in the end, I will have to make what they call a will. And it's a very short will. It's like I got lots and lots of pictures and paintings, so I can be specific where those go. And anything else, I suppose, um, artifacts, etc., they will choose which ones they want. And uh, we're, me passing down things, I did have a trunk initially, and I understood what I was being told. And that trunk had great um, worth to me in the beginning. And of course, as time passes, it became, I went into the category of being junk. <laughs> so the only thing to do with junk is to get rid of it, and I did get rid of it. So um, you've got lots of stuff in your flat. Why? why like a museum, yeah. It is like a museum. Why do you need all this stuff? What, what does it bring you? What, what, what is it about this stuff that you feel that you... What, why have you got so much stuff? Why is your flat like a museum? Um, I suppose possessions create um, a familiar um, atmosphere in the sense that the things that are readily seen are those that are on display, which is uh, pictures, etc., which is the purpose of pictures being painted. And the rest of stuff, which is more or less artifacts, or under that category of being artifacts are things that could be classed as interesting and as some kind of a worth and in the sense that brings out a bit of I say a higgler in you that one day this might be worth a lot of money and of course that's also a very good impetus to saving things. Has that ever happened? <laughs> decrease is, is decreased more than increased <laughs> so far but we're not at the right time yet which I anticipate would happen and that everything would increase in value but of course it doesn't because the computer has seen paid, put paid to that things that were rare can now be accessed on the computer and you can find it quite easily so, you know, I suppose now my concern is to try and declutter or get rid of. So there's some theories about, um, you know, decluttering and how that's actually quite a, a meditative and, and, and gives you better well-being because you've, if you're surrounded by less stuff, then your mind is less cluttered as well. What do you yeah. guys think about that? Any thoughts? Yeah, there is some truth to that. And of course, the main thing is to be able to accomplish that great feat of decluttering because it's now become not just a necessity, 
but it has become something that you are fully mentally occupied with. So things have switched, and it's switched because of certain things embedded in technology, and um, life is completely changed. But, you know, you go on and you find a way, and if you don't, then the alternative is that things will go the way they're meant to go. Paulina, what about you? Have you got things that you've held on to since your childhood or things that you're going to pass down? My love. Your love. My love. Personality, character, dignity and quality. That's me. Took it. But then, you see, when the, everybody talks, they, they said they brought something back. I don't know what I brought up. Came as a little girl. And then my mother was a very young lady, very young my mum. But then, you see, when it comes to taking things um, here, all I need just ourselves. But then I was, we was looking at little girls to see what they brought. But you see, none of my people, they came from Jamaica. They're from Cuba, from Panama. They all came. My mother had to go back to Cuba. And then to she meet husband here. No, I thought the husband was about... When I thought, I thought my father, because I never knew him, because, you know, my, my mother had to go one bit bonus, left us there. Because her mother was still alive. And the mother, she never used to speak a lot of lang- um, English. Languages was only little girl, little children growing up. And um, I think she came from Portugal and went to Panama and lived. And then from there. So... Um, when we came, I did ask him at one time, but I thought he was a big grown man, but he was only a young boy. He was only a young man. He was about 33, 34 years old. Yeah, so I couldn't tell you what they had because they were so young. I don't know what they had because they were not, none, not one of them was came from Jamaica. He's still in the Caribbean, you understand? But they from the other side. Cuba that came here. But in my home, if you're going to find clutter in my home, you ain't going to find no clutter in my yard. I go out, I see things, I pick them up and I throw them out. Some of them I go a bit crazy. Say, what is this for? So I paint them. Sometimes Newton said his house is like a museum. Well, my house is more like a bit of a hotel, a bit of a museum, and a bit of a room, maybe probably sit-down area, so you feel free, you feel relaxed, you could go from room to room, but you're not going to find pictures hanging around the walls, you see, no, you're going to find that at all, right, you're just going to find me, me the picture, and everything in the house, so, you see, now, if I'm going to go now, and leave any legacy, you know what I mean, what I did, I've always said to the children, from there was small growing up, the main thing in life you understand, is manners, discipline, and respect, and how to able to be with other people. That's the greatest you, um, education you could have in yourself, yes? Because that's what the mother passed over. So that is my legacy I passed him over, because my mother, with her 30 grandchildren, she don't know one person, yes? She doesn't know, sorry, doesn't know any. So I am hope I'm speaking to everybody in the world of today, 
that whatever you got in the world, I mean, in your house is a clutter, whatever, make use of it or pass it on to someone which is going to be beneficial for you as well. Because it's good to have a free home, love and warmth and traveling around. I could, you know what I mean? That is my facility. What's your what's say that word? Facility? Facility. Philosophy. I'm sorry, everybody. My tongue just get twisted and everything because I haven't got any drink drinking. Oh, no, we, Hallelujah. We water Hallelujah. Uh, Antonia. I am sorry. It it, I'm not disagreeing with people about owning something. I'm not averse to that. But that is not what our life is supposed to be. It's supposed to be a, 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 a life of, you know, loving one another. Because when you love, you, you, you know, you love one another, it is beneficial for you and, and for, for those people. You will know yourself. Look, when I say education, I'm making it not, it's a general statement when I say that is what I'm going I'm hoping to live for my children. In that education is knowing who they are. I be, I'm a believer, and I know that I've been given by God, you know, this life, and I'm supposed to live, live it to the full and to pass on. There is a, a patriarch called Abraham in the Bible, and he says, God said about him, I know that whatever I have told him, He's going to tell his children and his children. He had only one child at that time. And out of that, he said, there will be millions of people who we know. He said he will bless him and he will be a blessing to his generation. And you look at the, that race today. They are really well blessed. So what you do is, what you give people is to know, to love whoever that is their neighbor or, you know, but first to the one who gives you that, that life. Yeah. He, and when you do that, it, 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 it's easy. Look at, look at what it, it's about material things with you and Leighton was talking about. Look at those people. That is their house. They perish. Yeah. That is what they call home. Yeah. How, how can home be a dead trap to you? Because society has made that to be that. People make decisions that affect other people and, and, mm. because, and, and what they've lost their lives for that. And that is what yeah. they call home. So how could yeah. you say home is a building? It's not. It's, it's what is here in your car. Yeah, can I say something to that, um, Anthony? You see, when, you see, when, uh, when a person say love, we don't, you see, some, there's a time, there's a lot of times we haven't got to speak because it's there already. Exactly. Because the world can see it. So I don't have to go out and say, well, you know, um, I'm full of um, the, the love. It's all there. So this is a very good opportunity. This is a very good um, philosophy. And this is from within to pass on. To pass on. So when you pass it on, you could see outside world that can feel the. They will feel it because what? It brings joy and it brings soul because, you know, you want to share it with others. That's, and that is, yeah, that is 
That is what I'm saying. I have nothing else to pass on uh, to. Uh, whatever, whatever they want to do. Look at what happened this, this past few days. People didn't think about, maybe they don't even have much, but they are ready to share it with other people. Can you see how many? Government didn't come out and say anything. Only when they saw ordinary people energized and bringing things and and donating things and and coming out and helping other people. That is the only time. You see, you have to take it upon yourself to say what sort of society or what sort of life do I want to live? What legacy am I going to give? It's not about what you have. It's about how you live it and how you impact other people. Whom yeah. is in your heart? Can, I, can I just yeah. add something? I, I just want to say something, one second, yeah. to that. Um, um, and you see, when you like to yeah, I, I'm just going to say a little thing, just one little thing, in mm-hmm. it, that's all. When somebody said, the people, they have nothing. Yes, they have. They've got their life. Exactly. And their life is what they're concerned about. Don't yes. worry about what's... But yes. you know, we all need shelter and we yes. all need comfort yes. too. You can't yes. just you can't just have life. You obviously you need of more course. than that. Yes. But um, I was just going to ask what you thought. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know what you're saying. I don't think you come across very many that people that disagree with you. But we do live in a society and in a world that places a lot of importance on material goods and interior and comfort and having a lot of things around us. Why do you think we've got to that point? What is it that has made us kind of place so much importance on the things we own? We've come to that point because we have become so insular about the way we look at things. We, we have this saying that he said, me, my family, and my dog or something. It cannot be like that. You, 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 why we become like that is because we become greedier and we become so hedonistic in our approach to life that it has to be us. The way, if we want society to, to you know, flourish and for people to be happy is to look outside ourselves. Home is, you know, because if you're living in a home, like a house, a surveyor, architect, and all these people, they did that building that went on fire, but they're not living in a place like that. Why? Because they wanted to maximize their profit and everything, and they cut corners. And people now have lost their lives. And look at what the, I saw a gentleman who lost the father and the mother and three siblings. And he said, what have I got left? That was a home. They, they were celebrating Ramadan or something, and they perished because we, we are not thinking about other people. We are only thinking about ourselves. What can I have? What can I get out of this? And, and when you do that, when you only put your eyes on yourself, it does not work because you are doing a disservice to somebody else who is going to pay for for your own greed and and whatever you're doing yeah we shouldn't we shouldn't he says i will make you a conduit it means when you bless you're supposed to not to keep it to yourself but to bless other people that is what is supposed mm. to be 
Um, Newton, any thoughts on why we've placed so much importance on belongings? And why, why do you, for example, why do you? Um, I suppose it's instinctive, I would say, to possess things is probably, thinking about it, a sense that you do not possess yourself. And that really is what you should aspire to do. And when I say possess yourself, I mean being in control is one of the things that every human being aspires to do. Some of us are honest and we with ourselves and know that that really is what I would like, but it's not really so. It's an idealistic um, outlook that we don't always achieve. And if you're fortunate to be able to do so, it's um, something that remains with you. You don't necessarily um, tell anybody about that, but you comfort yourself in knowing that you've achieved one of the greatest things that there is to achieve, and that is to be in control of yourself, which means your emotions, everything. And that's not really human as we know it. Most people kind of know that that state exists, but a few of us ever achieves it. Okay, so we, we're going to wind up now. Mm -hmm. um, just from this conversation, is there anything that you've taken home? Anything? Any thoughts that have kind of occurred to you that <coughs> are new thoughts, or have, if, is it just kind of um, reiterated yeah. what you? I think just already? wanted to say, yeah, we COVID now we saw we're going on. Sorry, Antoinette. I just yeah, want to, um, yeah. You see, um, it, I cannot speak for everybody, but then. Um, I am not a materialistic person. I've never, I was never was from a child. No, I'm, I'm an old ninety odd year old woman now. I'm still not. I'm. You it's, don't look it. No, nah, I'm <laughs> far from all that. Complete. No, I'm far from the From far from all that. You see, I just still thank God for the roof, and for able to have breathing space and so forth. Although my breathing is terrible at the moment, but then I still thank God. You understand? So, as um, I said to you before. You understand, the home that's been given to me is being given to me to use, to share with other people. Mm -hmm. And people have been coming to my home. Thousands of people have been in and out of my home. There are people who come from different parts in different countries, have been there, and they will look up and they'll say, look, Sister P, let me tell you something. You know what I mean? You're one in the, let me tell you, you're not going to find another home like that because people want to base it on little of their immediate family and things like this. But I'm just speaking of me to say, show you, you understand. And if somebody wants something, um, the boys and what I've got, they say, you see, my mother, she pick up, it doesn't matter who the person is, she pick up the whole world and that's in her home and that's her. So what we do, we do, uh, we, are little, we, are, we are a bit of her because she's a real woman. She, she's, she know what love is. She know what blessing is. She would get to bless this one and that one. And they have seen thousands from a child growing up, right? Because um, 
You see, it's not everyone is like we can speak about it, but we don't. There's no, there's no act, there's no active. I don't know. I'm a bit, bit tired at the moment. You know. Yeah. Right. That, that's, yeah. That's, Sorry that's, about that, people, because we're winding up now, and um, Luciana, she wants to. I don't know what she's gonna do. Probably we started gonna have a drink exactly. in the bar or somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about Some my um, my chip up words. My chip up Sorry. words. Um, how would you like to conclude, Newton? Uh, time to declutter, well, maybe. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's caused us to have a reflective thought about where we are on the platform of what we call home. And of course, um, significantly, because of what has transpired tragically this week, it's caused each and every one of us to consider how lucky mm. we are. Yeah, indeed. Thank you. Yeah, but you can't say that because you don't even know where we've been. I, I'm taking home what Rebecca said about okay. home is family. What I said about home is in the heart. It's, it, it, it's, it's, uh, it's the whole lot of what we've been talking about. But possibly I, I was coming up as if I am, you know, uh, negative about things and how things are. But I'm really very upbeat and optimistic about the future because any time there is anything like what we've seen this week, people just rally around and they come out. That is what we're talking about. That is, you know... Home, you cannot make it a concrete. It's, it's what transpires inside that home. The love that it generates, the, the, the grounding of making people going out there and be able to face all those things that can happen to people and they will be still standing. So it's, 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 it's what makes us. Home is in our heart. Is what we, you know, how we relate to other people and what we are ready to give to other people. That is home to me. It's, it's, it's love. It's the, you know, it's everything that makes a human being for who we are. I think I think that's the perfect note to end on. Home is love. Yes. Live from the Jeffrey Museum, Open East Radio. Thank you for joining the discussion. Thank you.